Okay, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Figure It Out podcast with me, Chandler Collins. Uh, what a weekend of basketball it was. Um, NCAA tournament kicks off last Thursday. Uh, we are, as we talk right now, we are in the Sweet 16. Um, starts on Thursday, I believe. Um, it's going to be an unbelievable Sweet 16. A lot, several upsets couple blue bloods moving on a couple blue bloods out um bracket sets up really well for a couple teams too we're going to get to all of that before we do that we're going to introduce uh skeeby to the pod uh garrett skipworth back with us for this basketball monday skip just your first uh your first initial thoughts on the first weekend of the ncaa tournament wow is all i have to say not a whole lot more to say than that. I mean, just an unreal week of hoops. Um, so sick to just watch every single game and tune in and um, be able to see some of these teams pull off some crazy upsets. Uh, we got some great matchups coming up in the Sweet 16. Um, so it's just, it was everything that you could ever expect. I mean, I yeah. know we've said it a million times, but uh, year in and year out, it just, seems to get better every single year and it just never fails so um unreal week of hoops and i cannot wait for the rest of the tournament yeah a uh, quick story friday um uh i go to ebbets field um in springfield and i was there from literally three to eleven <laughs> and <laughs> i was just watching hoops the entire time um i went there initially with our buddy johnny Rowe. And then he left, and then Lucas shows up, and then we run it the rest of the night. Johnny C. Seabag was there. Um, it was a great time. Uh, but, dude, I mean, I'm not kidding you. Like, we watched every game. It was amazing. Um, so what I want to do is I just want to go – like we talked about, Skip, we're just going to go right down the bracket. Quick uh, couple uh, words about these games. Um, you know what? I think, Skip, we should break it up. I'll, I'll go west and east, and you go south and midwest, okay? Sounds good to me. All right, we're going to start with the West. Um, we won't spend much time about this. Gonzaga, Georgia State. Gonzaga looked really good. Um, they, uh, they seem to be tournament ready. Um, I said the same thing about Kansas, really. They seem to be tournament ready, but we'll get to them. Um, didn't really skip a beat with uh, Georgia State at all, in my opinion. Skip, you got anything for us on that one? Yeah, I mean, putting up uh, 93 points in the first round and to follow that up with 82 points in the second round by Gonzaga. Yeah, yeah I mean, pretty much exactly what we expected. Uh, they're a high-scoring team, a lot of firepower. Um, Gonzaga is definitely scary. I mean, whenever Chet Holmgren has an insane stat line of 19 points, 17 rebounds, seven blocks and five assists. I mean, I don't know what more you could ask from, from a player than that. Uh, so just, yeah, they're, uh, they're very, very scary. And um, we'll, we'll kind of get to that, as you said, going down the bracket, but watch out for Gonzaga. Yep. Uh, moving forward. This is all the first round, by the way. So we're starting the first round of the tournament. We'll get to the second round as well. Um, but staying in the first round, next matchup was Memphis and Boise State. A really, really phenomenal 9-8 matchup. Said it last week, Memphis is a very – it was a very dangerous team coming into the tournament. Had won their last 10 of 12. 
Um, obviously, that moved it to 11 with that win over Boise, uh, the Mountain West champion. So, huge win for the Tigers and Penny Hardaway in the first round. Um, uh, upset that uh, I called uh, via my bracket, via the show last week, the 512, uh, New Mexico State and UConn. New Mexico State came out and uh, beat UConn by seven. Um, I feel like not a lot of people had this picked, honestly. I really don't. Um, so, kind of a, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, kind of a huge win for me. So, uh, the Aggies, big win against the Huskies. Skip, anything? Yeah, dude. Uh, in the first round, we had two of the 12-5 upsets. Um, I felt like uh, this was one of the more popular ones to to pick, kind of like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those 12-5 matchups are so hard, so hard to pick. And um, UConn is a really, really good team. So that was a, a great, you know, monumental landmark type of win for, uh, for New Mexico State. That's uh, definitely going to help them in their future endeavors for sure to be able yeah. to say that they knocked off UConn in the, uh, in the NCAA tournament. So yeah, huge win for New Mexico state there. Yep. Completely agree. Uh, Arkansas, Vermont, some, for some reason, I had a lot of people texting me that this was their upset, uh, one of their biggest ones. Um, and I mean, I guess it kind of made sense, but I'm not sure why people weren't buying into Arkansas. I'm huge. Uh, Got to buy into the must bus. Uh, the guy can coach. Um, and they have good players. Skip, ever since you told me about J.D. Note, first off, every time I hear it, I think about the show. <laughs> and then um, he's a stud, dude. Arkansas is good. Um, and I'll just foreshadow into the rest of the show. They're going to be a nasty – they're going to be a nasty Sweet 16 issue for Gonzaga. Um, and we'll get to that here in a bit. Um, but Arkansas holds on for a four-point win. Vermont wanted to win. They wanted to make it scary, and they wanted to prove me wrong. But um, the Hogs got it done, Skip. I'm sure Jake was fired up. Oh, super fired up. We were texting about it, all, you know, the entire time. And Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that kind of shocked me that that game was as close as it was. But, you know, as we've said it once, we'll say it again. Who, who cares in the, in the NCAA tournament? A win is a win. And uh, you move on. It's that's the uh, that's the name of the game. Survive in advance. Yep. Um, before we get to this game, Alabama Notre Dame, uh, the eleven six matchup. Got to get a quick word in about the Rutgers Notre Dame play-in game that happened on last Tuesday, I believe. Or no, they were Wednesday, I think. Regardless, it doesn't matter. Tuesday or Wednesday, um, Notre Dame survives. Uh, Gets it done in double overtime and an unbelievable, unbelievable start to the NCAA tournament. And like Skip, you said right before we hopped on here, just just a great tone setter. Just really setting the tone for the tourney. Um, it was the last play-in game, I believe. And so, what a way to get into the tournament. Now, moving forward, Notre Dame uh, comes out and absolutely destroys Bama. Um, I was very worried about this one. I had picked Bama myself. I was very worried because Bama had been so up and down, and they were down in this one. It wasn't even really close. Notre Dame came out, looked more physical, looked more ready to play. And I don't know. I mean, like Notre Dame and Bama both hadn't played basketball in a while, given their run and their own conference tournament. And 
Notre Dame played a game the day before. So I, I, I got to say they were probably a little bit more ready to play a game than Alabama was. And unfortunately it bit the Crimson Tide. Skip, what do you think? Yeah, I think that that's just one of those prime examples of, of a team that was hot and a team that had momentum and they were riding that high coming off that double overtime game against Rutgers. And uh, they came out and, and dominated them. Um, you know, it, I got to admit, I wasn't expecting uh, them to win by, by 14, but uh, you know, that was, they, they played really, really well. And so shout out to Notre Dame on that one after coming off a huge win uh, to even get into the tournament. Texas tech, Montana state um, for some reason as well, not as many people as Arkansas, and, uh, Arkansas and Vermont, but I was getting some weird vibes from some people about this one tech I won't even waste much time on this one. Beat the brakes off Montana State. It wasn't even close the whole game. Um, unlike the 7-10 matchup, Michigan State-Davidson um, came down to the absolute wire. I picked Davidson in this one. Um, Michigan State, uh, the ball just kind of bounced their way. I mean, seriously, there's not much to say about this game than the team won by one point. Either team could have won. Um it, it was a ridiculous game, Skip. The, the atmosphere at Abbott's for this game was ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I can't even imagine. And um, this was a game that a lot of people were taking Davidson in. I felt yeah. like a lot, a lot of people were, were writing Michigan State off and not really giving them a whole lot of credit. But, um, yeah, just an unreal game. Um, those 7-10 matchups are always dogfights and couldn't have asked for, for a better game. And, like you said, Michigan just definitely just made more plays down the stretch. And uh, that's that's the name of the game sometimes is is uh, the ball bouncing your way and, and making one one or two more costly plays down the stretch to uh, will your team to a win. Yep. And that's exactly what happened. Um, and I think their coach has a lot to do with that as well. Um, Izzo, uh, I mean, he's been here, done that before um, and huge win for them. Um, in the last game in the West, Duke and Cal State Fullerton, um, not much to say here on this one, Skeeby. Uh, the Duke Blue Devils somehow, someway have taken their game to this new level uh, to start this tournament, and they smoked Fullerton. Um, won't, I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll let you have the floor here. <laughs> no, I was, pretty, uh, I was pretty satisfied with Duke so far this tournament. They've, they've been playing well. Um, kind of like you said, I feel like they've uh, kind of taken their game to a, a new level um, after a lot of people were, were, you know, counting them out and, mm-hmm. uh, um, you know, saying that there uh, might not be a whole, whole lot of promise or a whole lot of upside with Duke going into the tournament, uh, coming off a, a tough ACC tournament in the last couple of weeks of the season, but uh, you know, that's what that's what makes Coach K who he is. You know that he had a, uh, a sit down talk with his guys and um, probably kind of had a, a coming to Jesus meeting type of thing and and just said that they need to come out there and forget what happened in the past um, and not worry about what happened in the regular season and just go out there and, and uh, do what they got to do to win every single game. And, um, you know, that they're out there, they're playing their hearts out for for Coach K and. You know, they don't want to be uh, they don't want to be that team that loses his very last game of his career. So they want to do everything that they can to make it to that national championship. So um, really, I've been pretty pleased with them. Um, you know, they're, they're playing pretty good offensively and 
Um, they've definitely stepped up their defense a little bit because I was a, a huge critic of their defense going down the stretch. Felt like they were, uh, you know, not not doing a whole lot on the on the defensive end. But um, there, I, I like where they're at right now, and um, for them to make the sweet the Sweet Sixteen is a good accomplishment, and hopefully they can make it farther than that. Yeah, I actually really like Duke's chances at the moment. Can you skip? Am I coming through okay? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly okay. fine. I'm just making sure. All right. Um, well, uh, Skeeby, why don't you take over the uh, South here? Let's go to the South. Yeah, so first round we got Arizona against Wright State. Um, not a whole lot to, to report here. Uh, Arizona played really, really well. Came out and won 87-70. Uh, you got anything about that game? No. Wildcats. Yeah. Yeah, Wildcats all the way in that one. Um, this was a shock to me, this 8-9 matchup. Um, I will be the first to admit that I had Seton Hall win in this game, and uh, Seton Hall did not have a chance from the very moment that the ball was tipped off. Uh, TCU coming out and dominating them by 27. Uh, pretty a, a rare sight to see for an 8-9 matchup. So um, TCU looked really, really good in that first round game. Yeah, um, big, big first couple of days for the Big 12 uh, has the second most teams or no, you know, it, I think it might even have the first most teams in the um, that are remaining in the NCAA tournament. Um, huge for uh, the conference, huge for TCU to kind of dominate a, a power basketball conference in the Big East as well. So overall, really, uh, really happy for the horn frogs uh we'll get to them here in a second again but yes sir so moving on we got houston against uab uh, against our guy jelly yeah uh, he unfortunately did not uh did not prevail and um this uh this matchup ended in houston's favor uh i know that we've kind of houston has kind of been a, a top uh you know a hot topic for us on this podcast and um, kind of had an up and down year, so to speak, but they're clicking on all cylinders right now, and, and uh, they're looking really, really well playing their best basketball of the season. Yeah, um, I actually Houston looks unbelievable right now. Uh, a lot. Uh, hold on. A lot like Duke. Sorry, I cut out for a second. A lot like Duke, I think Houston is hitting their stride at a really good time. Um, and a team also like Duke that did not finish the season that great. I know they won the American, um, but they still had some conference issues towards the end. So good to see them back um, and pretty much take care of business versus Jelly Walker. <laughs> yeah, and uh, moving on to the next game, we got another really, really good 4-13 matchup. Um, the other one being that close game with our, with Arkansas and Vermont. Um, and again, the four seed prevails, uh, prevails in a close game and Illinois coming out on top 54 to 53 against Chattanooga. Um, I was really shocked to see this be as close of a game as it was. I was really high on Illinois, thought that they were going to come out and dominate them. Um, but they kind of made me eat my words a little bit on that one. So I, uh, pretty shocking that it, it was only a one-point game. So, um, but again, 
does not matter once it comes time. Once it comes tournament time, uh, a win is a win either way. Yeah, Illinois really honestly wanted to lose this game. They wanted to every everything about the game they wanted to lose, um, and somehow they figured out a way to win. So good win for them. But Chattanooga, great effort. Yeah, uh, this one. Again, we, we uh, kind of talked about this one a lot. Usually you don't see something like this uh, with Colorado State being the sixth seed and Michigan being the 11th seed. Usually um, in, in years past, that would be something that would be flip-flopped. But uh, so Michigan coming out and uh, definitely with a lot to prove, I feel like. A lot of people, again, were kind of counting them out um, and, and rolling with Colorado State. But uh, Michigan came out and just – played with fire. Um, we talked about this last weekend. I, I know that they're wanting to play for Juwan Howard a lot with everything that they've gone through this season. Um, a lot of the adversity that, that they've dealt with. So they came out with a vengeance and, and played a really, really good game and beat a very good Colorado state team. Yeah. Um, not much to say right now about Michigan other than, wow, uh, kind of like the tournament, um, you know, uh, two huge wins in the tournament well we'll get to their game in the second round in a minute but michigan looks good at the right time um and you only get, you're only going to get more and more confident with wins as you go along so watch out for the wolverines moving on to the next game we got tennessee against uh longwood not a whole lot to report here tennessee coming out and getting a 30 point win i got i had volunteers all the way on this one yeah, me too. Longwood, thanks for coming out. Uh, congrats on your first tournament run. Ended uh, poorly. <laughs> <laughs> this next game, uh, really, really liked this game a lot. Uh, going into the tournament, Ohio State against Loyola. I'm uh, not going to lie, I did have Loyola winning this in my bracket. Thought that they were going to come out and have a little, uh, little bit of their tournament magic that they've had in years past. But uh, they came out and just shot the ball poorly. Uh, I watched this entire game, and uh, they just could not hit the broadside of a barn. So um, there's, I mean, obviously you have to, uh, you have to put points on the board to be able to win, and they could not do that to save their life. No, dude, they actually couldn't. And like you, I, I, I had this game on at my parents' house, and uh, dude, Loyola could not. Buy a basket. I mean, they no. literally, bro, they couldn't make anything. And the thing that stood out to me the most was it wasn't that they weren't just making their, they weren't just making their uh, jump shots, dude. They couldn't hit a free throw. There was at yeah. one point in the first half, they were like one of six. And I mean, hell, they lost 54-41. They lost by 13. You make all six of those free throws, and all of a sudden, it's already a seven-point game. The deficit wasn't that much bigger. Um, but it just obviously was not their day at all. Um, Ohio State looked okay, though. I mean, they definitely took advantage and, and made some points. But, I mean, look at the, that score, Skip. I mean, 54-41, that's pretty – that's not a great score. So, it's kind of kind of a weird game, in my opinion. Bad, It yeah. had bad flow. It had bad – it just wasn't like – I didn't like it. No, I agree 100%. They were – they were out there missing threes. They were missing layups. They were missing free throws. They just could not buy a bucket. Um, so tough way to end the season for, for Loyola. Um, but moving on to the next one, uh, we got not a whole lot to report here again. Villanova 
uh, we had Nova all the way, and uh, they come out and, and dominate and win by 20 in the first round. Nova, scary. There's a reason I have in my final four uh, on to the Sweet 16. Jay Wright could be the best basketball coach in the country. I don't know. Um, they look really good. And they looked really good against Ohio State. Um, Ohio State tried to make it interesting, and I don't want to jump again. Like, I have been doing the last, like, four matchups. But <laughs> it's my show. I'll do what I want. Villanova. Uh, Ohio State was in the game. They were up two, and then Nova just turned into another level. And they just went on and and they didn't miss free throws. In contrast to Loyola, Villanova did not miss free throws yesterday. Did not. It was ridiculous. It was a clinic. So um, you have to be able to hit your free throws in the tournament. It's so so huge. Yeah, I mean, I, I probably was sounding like I was beating a dead horse there, but it's so important. I mean, literally, it was a two point game, and Ohio State had to foul, and. Uh, Nova just didn't miss the rest of their free throws. They didn't miss one down the stretch, and they won the game by ten. All free throws, literally. So, I think that's been. I think that's really important to note. Um, okay, moving to the East. I'll take it over here. Um, Baylor, Norfolk State won't get into that much, but um, uh, you know what? Since North Carolina won, uh, we'll just go ahead and talk about the Baylor North Carolina matchup instead. Um, an insane game that started out uh, not looking like there was going to be any sort of game. North Carolina up by 25 at one point. Crazy. They, they came out were on fire. Um, they dominated Marquette, too. So they were feeling good. They were feeling themselves for sure. Um, North Carolina wins the game 93-86. But uh, that was in, I believe, was it – did it go to two overtimes or just one, Skip? I can't remember. No, nah, it was just one overtime. Okay. And uh, probably the game of the tournament, in my opinion, so far. I mean, just yeah. an insane game. Uh, like you said, Baylor was down 25 with 10 minutes left. Uh, they were down 16 with six minutes left and six with 30 seconds left. Yeah. Um, so, insane for them to come back and tie it in regulation. Um, but then – Obviously, it went into overtime, and uh, and North Carolina prevailed. But just a really, really good basketball game. A lot of dudes out there making plays, um, putting up good stats. Uh, the crowd was fired up. The announcers were going crazy. Uh, yeah. Like I said, probably probably the game of the uh, game game of the tournament so far, in my opinion. I think it was the game of the tournament so far too. Um, but. That the whole game changed when Brady Manick got that too flagrant elbow to uh, to Baylor's player. Um, I don't remember which which guy he hit, but um, really a tough, just tough. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, you know, I probably disagree with it. Just you know, getting them out of the game, um, especially in the NCAA tournaments. But it was a pretty malicious elbow. It really was. Um, so anyway, he gets ejected, and Baylor just all of a sudden. The, the other thing we should know too is that Manic was balling. Like the dude was like not missing. Um, he was a huge reason why they were up by twenty five at one point. Um, and then the second he left, uh, North Carolina definitely missed something. Um, but he it will be he'll be back now for their Sweet Sixteen matchup. Um, so. I Tar Heels dangerous and their road is getting easier by the second. Um, we'll talk about that here in a second, but uh, moving on um, 
The St. Mary's Indiana 5-12. Indiana wins their play-in game um, over Wyoming. Um, and, it, and that was also uh, a decently crazy game for a second, but uh, Indiana ended up winning by eight. Um, I honestly watched this game, Skip. I started to get very nervous about St. Mary's uh, due to the way they played against Indiana. I thought they could make um, that kind of dream run, especially with uh, North Carolina beating Baylor. Um, I like their chances a lot better against Carolina than Baylor, but um, uh, they ended up losing yesterday to UCLA, who uh, was a part of the 4-13 matchup. Um, great game, UCLA won 57-53. Um, at the end of the day, I think that game, UCLA was just – they had just had better players at the end of the game, really, is what happened. Um, yeah. So, not too much on that. It was, it was a crazy game, though. I definitely agree. Yeah, UCLA, um, dogfighting that first-round game, uh, but came back, like you just mentioned, against a very, very good St. Mary's team uh, who – I also agreed with you. Uh, I thought that once they got once they got past that first round game, um, I thought that they can make a deep run in the tournament. Uh, but UCLA comes back and and dominates them in the second round. So uh, UCLA playing really good basketball right now. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, moving forward, Texas Virginia Tech. I was big on Virginia Tech. I think I got too wrapped up in their run in the ACC tournament and didn't really give Texas the credit they deserve. Texas um, pretty much had this game won the whole game. They only won by eight, but the, I, I feel like they had a pretty good grasp on it the whole time. Um, huge win for the Longhorns, especially, especially, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, especially the way their season ended. A lot of people were mad with Chris Beard. Um, Texas Tech has stolen this kind of spotlight from them, especially the last two months of the season and even in this tournament. Um, so huge, huge for them to get on to the second round um, uh, until they ran into Purdue, who played Yale in the 314 matchup. Um, Purdue, too big for Yale. Uh, Yale played okay, but just couldn't had no answer for, for Zach Eady and Travion Williams, uh, which by the way, Purdue watch out, dude, they are really good. They have, they have size and then they have a top three player in the country in Jay Nivey. I mean, the guy is a freak. Um, so they're going to be an issue moving forward. Um, and I've already talked about every sweet 16 matchup in this, in this portion. So I might as well just keep going. Purdue plays tech or Texas in the uh, second round um, yesterday. Purdue, they're just a great combination right now. And they've been a team that a lot of people I've heard, um, national media, whatever, saying that uh, Purdue like has good pieces, but they don't necessarily fit together. I think they're starting to figure out how they fit together. Um, anytime you have size like that down low, it's going to be an issue. I mean, no one has an answer for 7-4. Um, so – I mean, they're good. Purdue is really good. They beat Texas yesterday by 10. Um, Skip, your thoughts? Yeah, Purdue's very good, man. Whenever you have a playmaker like they do um, and Jaden Ivey and, um, like you said, whenever they got the, the two-headed monsters inside, whenever you can just uh, dominate the paint in the NCAA tournament, we've talked about it uh, in the past. That's so important because on that, that no, no, it not only anchors your defense, but – you control the glass, so you dominate the rebounds. 
Um, you get other people in foul trouble. Uh, you know, it, it's just, it's one of those things that the, you know, the bigger that you are at every single position and the more athletic that you are, that, that just goes to your advantage because um, it helps out your defense, which if you can turn your defense into transition offense and easy buckets, that's huge for teams. Um, so yeah, Purdue is, uh, Purdue's very, very scary. Watch out for those guys. Yeah. It's, uh, going to be fun watching them go forward into the sweet 16. Um, Murray state seven, 10 matchup with San Francisco. A lot of people were bummed out about this one. Just these two teams having to play each other, both mid majors having to beat up, um, on each other. But, uh, what are you going to do? That's what you got to play or that's what you got picked to play. So you got to play it. Murray, big win against San Francisco, 92-87. Um, they were just a little bit better than San Francisco, a little bit more athletic. Um, got some big plays. I mean, obviously, Murray State can score. Uh, I don't think they play much defense, though, in the West Coast Conference. So, San Fran was fine with high-scoring game. Um, Murray, I mean, I mean, San Francisco scored 87, so not some sort of defensive juggernaut. Uh, Murray State, but, um, you know, just a pretty decent basketball game there. And then literally the biggest upset in the tournament, had it not, had it not been for UMBC 16 beating Virginia Tech or just Virginia number one seed for the first time ever, I honestly think this would be the biggest turn, this, the biggest upset in tournament history. Um, a, a crazy game, St. Peter's, St. Peter's Peacocks defeated the Kentucky Wildcats, a sentence I never thought I would ever say in my life. Um, I honestly can't believe it. has to be Calipari's worst loss of his career. I mean, it's, it, it's, I understand it's one basketball game, but the amount of people that thought that Kentucky could win the national title uh, is ridiculous. I mean, a lot of people had him in their Final Four. Um, a lot of people thought that – or no, not – excuse me, they didn't think – Oscar Shibway is the national player of the year. Um, there isn't anybody on St. Peter's that would get recruited by Kentucky, in my opinion. And St. Peter's flat out beat them. Um, it, I kind of honestly felt like Kentucky was never going to win the game after the game started. Uh, St. Peter's just kind of put together an unbelievable game plan or they just played the best basketball they've ever played that one day but I love what the Peacocks did they frustrated Kentucky they were up in them uh Shibway I mean I, I don't know what his exact stat line is but I don't think he necessarily dominated the game as as well as he probably could have or he probably would tell you that as well but St. Peter's moves on to play the Murray State Racers in the second round and they win again they're going on a, maybe one of the most magical runs ever given their school. I mean, Skip, did you see on Twitter that side-by-side -side of Kentucky's gym and St. Peter's gym? Yeah. yeah, it was insane, dude. I mean, dude, St. Peter's looks like they played at Glendale. <laughs> yeah, for real. And, and Kentucky it looks like a, a middle school gym compared to it. Yeah, Kentucky obviously in this unbelievable multi-million dollar arena. Um, but, uh, yeah, credit to St. Peter's. Um, this is what the tournament's all about. There's always seems to be something like this. Hasn't been a 15 seed in a while, though. I think maybe the last one might have been Florida Gulf Coast that made this kind I, of a run. 
you uh you're you know your stuff man because i got it written down right here um saint peter's is only the third 15 seed in tournament history to make the sweet 16 um the other two being florida gulf coast uh shout out lob city in 2013 and then uh the other one being oral roberts last year so yep um only uh saint peter's only the third third 15 seed to make the sweet 16 so they're they're definitely uh they're definitely on a magical run right now and, and they're fun to watch dude they're yeah, they uh, you know they play with a lot of energy they're they're just uh they're out there getting after it on defense they're all up in you they're pressuring you they're hitting shots like they they uh they have a very very good team so i definitely do like st peter's a lot yep um, and I can't wait to watch. I bet, dude, the thing is, is like, I, I kind of want Purdue to win. We'll talk about that in a second. I don't want any more talk about that. I've got a good segment that we're going to do coming up because we're going on to the Midwest here. Um, Skeeby, take it away, brother. Yes, sir. Uh, the first one, we got Kansas against Texas Southern. Not a whole lot to talk about there. Pretty sure uh, everyone in the entire country probably had Kansas winning that game. Uh, so, yeah, about what we expected. They came out dominated from the start, uh, won by 27 points. So uh, we will move on to the next game. This next game was really, really good. Uh, San Diego State against Creighton, the 8-9 matchup. Um, again, kind of a uh, impossible game to predict as far as uh, for your bracket. You know, San Diego State is in it year in and year out. They always, no matter what, seem to be a tough out in the tournament. Um, but Creighton prevailed and uh, made plays down the stretch, and uh, they come out on top, seventy-two to sixty-nine. Yeah, um, Creighton, kind of. I mean, they had a decent season, but kind of a surprise tournament team, in my opinion. Um, I know they played in the Big East, or wait, actually, they didn't win the, or did they win the Big East? They did not. No, Villanova. No. Uh, Villanova beat them in the in the title game. Okay. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, but you know, credit to them for making a for making the tournament, getting a first round win. I mean, that's huge at the end of the day. I mean, a first round win. Uh, you don't want to lose in the second round, but second round exit. You know, at least you made it to the second day. Yep, I I agree on that one. And uh, moving on, we got our um, our other. 12-5 upset. Uh, again, there were two of those in the very first round. And uh, with this next one being Richmond over Iowa. Um, yeah. This was, in my opinion, I think, probably out of any first round game, one of the harder games to pick. Um, just because Iowa is so unpredictable. We've talked about it before. Richmond, um, kind of just one of those Cinderella teams that you just you really wanted to see them win um, because they have a very good squad. They had a, a really good season. Um, they were not even had they not have won their conference tournament, they wouldn't have even made the tournament. Mm-hmm. So they go out, make a magical run in their conference tournament, win that. They come in and uh, and take care of business against Iowa. Um, Played a really, really good game. Again, shout out Jacob Gilliard from uh, Kansas City. He, again, stepped up and made huge plays for his team. 
uh, led them to victory. He's an outstanding player, very fun to watch. Um, but I don't know, man, uh, going into it, Iowa, you just kind of never know what you're going to get with those guys. You never know. I mean, they sometimes they come out and look like one of the best teams in the entire country, and then other times they come out and uh, and they lay an egg. And um, and that's exactly what happened in this game. Richmond just took advantage of it. Yeah, I'm actually going to take a different approach to you, Skip. I think if it hadn't been for St. Peter's and Kentucky. I would say that this would be the most disappointing loss in the first round. Um, a lot of people had Iowa going in the final four. Um, I think a lot of included, I, I didn't have them going to the final four, but I had them making it to at least the sweet 16 and possibly even the elite eight. Um, yeah. I had them playing Kansas in the elite eight. Um, no, sorry. No, I'm an idiot. Nope. I had them losing the sweet 16, but anyway, still, I can't believe that they lost this game. Keegan Murray, people were buying into him, like I said. Um, Iowa, huge letdown. Um, having won the Big Ten, um, you you come into the – I mean, I know Richmond won the Atlanta 10, but Iowa had to have had mo more momentum. I mean, bigger conference, obviously, whatever, beat Purdue in the final. Um, just, a, just kind of a huge letdown. Um, felt really sad for – our uh, our buddy Scott Larson, um, he texted me directly after the game and said, "Big Ten chumps." <laughs> That's all he said. So he was down in the dumps. Uh, bad for Iowa um, and bad for Coach Fran McCaffrey too. Not not that I really like talking like bad on a coach because obviously he's a phenomenal basketball coach. But I don't. Even th I think the stat I saw was he's never even made it to the Sweet Sixteen. Um, and if he has, he hasn't made it past that. So tough pill to swallow. This could have been the year to break that. And unfortunately, the Spiders got it done. Yes, sir. Um, moving on, we got the next uh, next round matchup against um, we got Providence against South Dakota State. Um, I mentioned South Dakota State, gave them a lot of praise in our in our uh, episode last week. Thought that they were going to be one of the scarier 13 seeds in the entire tournament going into it uh, with a record of 30 and four. It had an outstanding season, um, won their conference tournament, a lot of momentum going into the NCAA tournament. Um, thought that they might have been able to pull off the upset, went ahead and took Providence in my bracket um, just because I, I just had that gut feeling, that, that March Madness feeling that, that Providence was not going to lose. But uh, tough, you know, tough fight from South Dakota State. They put up a great effort, losing by nine. Um, and Providence, I think, just had better players. I know we've said that a couple times, but uh, South Dakota State, very good team. Providence, just slightly better. Yeah. Um, don't have anything else to say other than that. Uh, roll Friars, baby. Uh, we've been calling you out. Uh, in a good way all year. So keep up, keep up the good work here. Yes, sir. Next matchup, uh, we got the 6-11 matchup with LSU against Iowa State. Um, another upset here. Uh, Iowa State coming out on top, went in by five. I was really shocked at this one. Did not, did not expect that. Um, Iowa State coming off, uh, you know, a pretty disappointing performance in the Big 12 tournament. I uh, did not think that they had a whole lot of firepower. I uh, thought that they were going to get beat by LSU for sure. 
but uh, Iowa State came out and proved me wrong and uh, and kind of, you know, just low scoring dogfight, a lot of defense, a lot of, you know, sloppy. just sloppy, just one of those games that it was sloppy and they they came out on top. <laughs> yeah, um, I, if, I think Iowa, Iowa State, if it hadn't been for St. Peter's, I think the surprise of the tournament. Um, for for how they played throughout the year and then the Big 12 tournament. And to be in the Sweet 16 baffles me, in my opinion. So um, I agree 100%. Peak, yeah. Yeah, so. put this into perspective, Chan. They, uh, the two, two games that they've won, they've scored 59 points and 54 points yeah. and have That's won. Like... So it's, uh, that just goes to show you, man, again, said it before your defense always travels with you. You know, you can come out and not hit shots, but if you're playing defense and only giving up 54 points to LSU and giving up 49 points to number three seed Wisconsin, I mean, that's very, very impressive. So if you can play defense and you can rebound and not turn the ball over, you're going to have a chance to win every single game. And uh, now we're sitting here with uh, Iowa State having an 11 10 matchup against uh miami in the uh in the sweet 16 so something that probably no one saw coming yeah um well i'll let you get to the to the miami game but um it's gonna be unbelievable uh what a matchup two teams that have just fought their tail off and they're moving on yes sir um wisconsin first round matchup against uh 14 seed colgate um, not a whole lot to report here, man. Uh, Wisconsin, I mean, comes out and gets a, a solid uh, first round win, but uh, comes out and just lays an egg in the second round. So pretty disappointing for Wisconsin, in my opinion, but uh, not a whole lot for, for me to say about that one. Yeah, disappointing for sure. Uh, had Wisconsin a lot more confidence in them, but whatever. Yep. <laughs> and uh, moving on, uh, Miami the 10 seed against uh, the number seven seed USC really, really good game here. Uh, 68 to 66 Miami comes out on top. Uh, just a super hard fought game. I, uh, I really had USC in this one. I, I did not see Miami pulling it off. Had USC going into it, thought that they had more size, thought that they had uh, a lot of uh, athleticism and, and uh, some good, uh, good interior play with their bigs, but um, Miami comes out on top and, and wins a great game. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, good for Miami. Uh, Megan yeah. Sweet 16, like we'll talk about here in a second. But, um, yeah, awesome, awesome win for them over a big school like USC. Yeah, yeah. Now, like I said, Miami's sitting in the Sweet 16 with a uh, matchup against Iowa State in a 10-11 uh, a matchup in the Sweet 16. Don't get yeah. that a whole lot. No, you really don't. Um, okay, Skip. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take over. I'm just going to go through the, the second round matchups quick so we can set up our Sweet 16. And then what I want to do is I want to go through here and we're each going to pick who we think is going to win the Sweet 16 game. But we can all – no discussing, just strictly right. picks. <laughs> yep. Because I don't want to – you know, I want it to just be a, a raw reaction to when I ask you the question of who you think it's going to be. But second round, Gonzaga-Memphis, a phenomenal game. Gonzaga, just a little bit better. 
Um, that's really, that's really what, what it was for me. Memphis, unbelievable end of their season. I mean, they, they took Gonzaga to the brink, but Zag's too much. Arkansas and New Mexico State, I thought a little bit there was going to be some sort of uh, a little bit of Cinderella in, Ar- in New Mexico State, but glad I kept faith in Arkansas. On to the Sweet 16, like I said already, going to be an unreal matchup versus Gonzaga. Keep your eye on that. That's on, um, that's on Thursday at 7 p.m. Uh, going down the list here, Notre Dame, Texas Tech. At the end of the day, Tech, too physical, too good on defense, too athletic for Notre Dame, wins by six. Uh, tech is a problem, um, and that leads me into who they play. Um, Duke, Michigan State, um, two former – or not former, two greats, final meeting. Um, Duke pretty much controlled this game the whole time, just a better team. Um, the Michigan State was lucky to, to not lose at Davidson. Um, I, I, I honestly don't think that uh, they had any chance against Duke, which sets up an unreal Sweet 16 matchup. Um, going to the East region, North Carolina, Baylor. This was probably the surprise, but like we said, the game of the tournament so far, up and down the court the entire time. Both teams wanted it. Carolina did more in overtime to win the game. Um, UCLA, St. Mary's. UCLA uh, throttles St. Mary's after a brilliant performance by St. Mary's, a throttling, if you will. St. Mary's then turns around and gets throttled. Um, so keep your eye out for an, two blue bloods in the Sweet 16. We'll talk about it. We talked about Purdue. We talked about Murray State and St. Peter's. Um, moving to the south, Arizona-TCU, unreal game. We talked about this skip before we hopped on here. Uh, some controversy. Um, Arizona pulls it out by five. Houston-Illinois, um, this game was was – tough to watch um and this has a lot to do with the referees um houston wins the game but illinois had a lot of momentum late in the second half and a very bullshit technical foul was called on a breakaway dunk on illinois gave houston two shots and the ball back and from there it was over houston won 68 53 michigan one of the surprises of the tournament like we talked about huge win over tennessee did not see this one coming um, I myself had a lot of faith in Tennessee this tournament. I believe I had them uh, losing to Villanova in the Sweet 16, but still had them going to the Sweet 16. Uh, Michigan, watch out. When a team gets hot like this, watch out for them. Um, they will be playing Villanova, who beat Ohio State yesterday. Like we said, make your free throws, name of the game there. In the funnel region, Kansas Creighton. Kansas um, pretty much controlled this game. Creighton wanted to make it a Creighton wanted to make it a game, just not good enough to. Kansas is hitting their stride well. Um, I, I hate to say this, but I love them matched up against Providence. Um, I think Kansas does everything that Providence is not as good at. Um, I don't love this matchup for the Friars, but they will be playing Kansas because they beat Richmond, like we talked about. Um, just a couple minutes ago, uh, Richmond skipped thought they'd be a team of destiny. Great team to pick as a team of destiny, winning the Atlantic 10, but came up short against Providence. Um, Iowa State, Wisconsin, we talked about it. What a snooze fast. 54-49 in the tourney. I mean, come on, guys. Let's make a couple more baskets. But um, Iowa State, maybe the biggest <laughs> surprise besides St. Peter's. Um, moving on to the Sweet 16. And then 
a really poor tournament performance for Auburn. Um, you know, you knew that they were going to beat Jacksonville State, so I don't even look look at the fact that they won by 19. Um, couldn't buy a basket last night. It was the second round Loyola, in my opinion. Um, just couldn't do anything right. Uh, couldn't make a basket. Um, I, re- I had to rewatch the highlights because I actually didn't watch this game live, but Miami just played a hell of a lot better than Auburn at the end of the day, and it just wasn't Auburn's night. So, Miami, congratulations. You're moving on to the Sweet 16. Uh, Skip, anything you wanted to add on any of those games? Yeah, man. Um, a lot of really, really good matchups in the second round. Um, you know, the, the Duke and Michigan State game was, was an unreal game. Uh, Duke goes from up nine in the second half to – they were down five actually with about three or four minutes left um, and came back and just made some huge plays down the stretch, um, both offensively and defensively. So a great win for Duke. Uh, You know that uh, coach K definitely did not want to go out in his last game against uh, Tom Izzo. Um, But uh, to make a couple notes here, coach K actually now has 99 career wins in the tournament. Uh, He is 99 and 30 is his overall record in the tournament. And also that win yesterday was uh, his 1200th career win. Um, so, so pretty big milestones for, uh, for coach K right there. So really good game in that one. Um, let's see. Yeah. St. Saint Pe- Saint Peter's is an unbelievable story. Uh, you know, a lot of times you see those teams, they pull off a huge upset and then they'll turn right around and, and get bounced in the second round. So for them to keep that momentum going and, and to beat a really good Murray State team, good for them. Um, I was really shocked at the uh, Illinois loss against Houston. Thought that Illinois was going to come out and beat Houston for sure. Um, but Houston is playing really, really good basketball right now. And um, they're going to have a, a very good matchup against Arizona in this uh, Sweet 16. And then you talked about it a lot. I was really high on Tennessee. Um, I actually did have Tennessee moving on to the Elite Eight in my bracket. I I had them pulling off a little mini upset against Villanova in the Sweet 16. But uh, that is obviously not the case. And Michigan is moving on. Um, And then, yeah, again, that uh, that 11-10 matchup with Iowa State and and, uh, Miami is – probably uh something that you do not see very often in the the tournament so uh, it'll be interesting to see which team prevails and uh and will be matched up against uh the winner of kansas and providence so a lot of good games and i cannot wait for the sweet 16 yeah it's going to be amazing and and to close the show we're going to be doing a sweet 16 segment here um we're going to ask i'm going to ask skip who he thinks is going to win every Sweet 16 matchup. Um, and we're going to – we'll track it for – and we'll update it before we do our Elite Eight episode next Monday, which will be phenomenal. Uh, hold on. I almost have them all written down here so that way I can keep track of them. Oh. I... Sorry for the dead time. Um, okay. All right, Skip. Rules of the game. I'll give you the matchup. You can you give me one word answer uh, who you think is going to win. So, got it. Are you ready? 
Yes, sir. Gonzaga, Arkansas. Zags. Sorry, Jake. <laughs> Very tough matchup there. Uh, Texas Tech, Duke. I think I can pin someone I'm, who wants. Yeah. I'm going with my boys, Duke. UNC, UCLA. UNC. Even though that goes against my uh, my love for Duke, but that's a whole other story. Yeah, I got Purdue. UNC in that one. Purdue versus St. Peter's. Sorry, St. Peter's. The run is over. Purdue. Maybe the best Sweet 16 matchup, in my opinion. Arizona, Houston. Zona. Michigan, Villanova. Nova. Kansas, Providence. KU. And finishing up, Iowa State and Miami. Miami. Okay. So now I'll go through here and ask myself, I guess. Um, Gonzaga, Arkansas. I'm going Gonzaga. Texas Tech, Duke. I'm going to go Tech. Oh. UNC, UCLA. I'm going to go. I'm going UNC. Purdue versus St. Peter. Purdue. Arizona versus Houston. Uh, just for the hell of it, since you're going Arizona, I'm going to go Houston. I like it. Michigan Nova. Nova. KU Providence. Providence. Ooh, okay. And Iowa State Miami. Iowa State. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yep. go. I'm going Iowa State. So we have some nice. controversy here. I'm going to go Kansas Providence just for the hell of it because if they were to lose, it would be pretty funny. Um, but um, yeah, dude, I can't wait for this weekend or for this Thursday, Friday. Sweet 16 is going to be unbelievable, as I'm sure the tournament has. Skip, uh, any final thoughts before we get off of here? Any. Um, any matchup you want to talk about in particular for the Sweet 16? A little preview? Man, a lot of really good ones. Uh, I think that that, uh, I think that Tech-Duke game is going to be phenomenal. Um, I think that uh, it's going to be interesting to see that Gonzaga-Arkansas game because Arkansas hasn't been playing their best basketball um, in these first couple, of, uh, first couple of rounds, but they still managed to win. So it'll be interesting to see how they come out against Gonzaga. Um, it'll be really interesting to see what North Carolina does um, coming off a huge win against Baylor, um, see what they can do. And, and that's uh, a potential UNC versus Purdue matchup would be really, really good. Um, looking like I, I agree. I think that that Arizona and Houston game is going to be very good. Um, I did pick Arizona, but would not be shocked if Houston did pull off that upset. Um, I got Nova all the way for sure. Uh, I love the Providence pick going out on a limb. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's going to be a great, going to be a great round of basketball yet again. 
Um, I can't wait to see, you know, what uh, what the games are going to bring to us. So I'm stoked, man. Get your popcorn ready, like we always say. Yeah. Um, I I think Arizona-Houston is going to be a great, great matchup. Um, I mean, I really wouldn't be surprised if Arizona won, um, but they are really good. Benedict is a freak. So I can't wait, Skip. Awesome episode, brother. Uh, we'll be back with you guys next uh, Monday for the Elite Eight. Special shout out to all those people that joined the Figure It Out Bracket Challenge. Um, had a lot of people join. Um, and for a while, I was winning, but Baylor was my champion. So I'm pretty much screwed at this point. Um, but uh, brackets, every bracket's busted. So not even really much of a point to talk about them, but. Just wanted to say uh, thank you to everybody who joined and uh, continue to listen. Follow us on social media at figure.pod. underscore pod. Uh, Skeeby, thanks, brother, as always. Talk to you uh, next Monday for the Elite Eight. Yes, sir. Always a pleasure, my guy. Appreciate you. Later. <laughs>